Spivey. We are the Markout Movie Podcasters, and on today's episode, I did a Shudder and Horror because I don't have a create. I didn't create an intro for versus mode. I guess it's something I need to do. Uh, but it's a versus mode. But this Halloween Six, uh, you can watch on Shudder, aka Amazon, uh, not Amazon, but AMC Plus. So Brandon borrowed my copy. He left it home and on top of. Uh, AEW's all out. 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, so don't so don't mark out too much. Hey, you can mark out. That's when the Chris Jericho won the world title. Mark out indeed. Uh, we have a hey James Pond, no time to care. Hey guys, hey James, thanks for joining us. Uh, and I'm gonna try my best to remember to uh, the uh, people that's on Facebook because you know they they don't show up unfortunately. They show up but they don't show up. Um, on, in the comments, but in today's episode, we're talking Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers, specifically the theatrical <laughs> version versus the producer cut. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> did you want to mention anything about a Ric Flair? Uh, are we gonna do that? I mean, we it was late. We don't have to. Well, Ric Flair, uh, he's getting um, canceled. Canceled in WWE. Yep. Hogan got canceled for saying some racial stuff at one point. He wanted to ask me about it. Uh, I think I was that, just curious how you felt about Rick Clark getting canceled compared to Hulk Hogan getting canceled. Uh, man, I mean, once they canceled Bill Cosby, anything's over. Anything's over for me. I mean, Bill Cosby was the guy back in the day for me, but and but yet brought Bill into it. But yet, <laughs> but they got canceled. Although I think he got released. But you, from you grew up like a major Rick Clark fan, though, right? I mean, he was. Amazing. I wasn't a huge Mark. I was more. I'm more of a. I'm an Arn Anderson guy when it, when it comes to the Four Horsemen, but uh, oh, okay. but now I was a Piper guy, and so well, who's Piper? Yeah, Rick was okay. Uh, my uh, my buddy Demetri Steer loved Flair, um, but I'm not it. I'm not a big Mark Flair. What I thought funny about it is when Hogan got canceled, then Flair just kind of became the guy. Yeah, like he was always the guy. Yeah, <laughs> and now you got two people that have been canceled. So uh, oh, Lord. Well, Hogan's Still kind of can't. This guy. Halloween Curse of another podcast about Halloween time. See, I turned it over on you there. Joker, I did. What about the WWE woke wrestler to make fun of SJWs? I didn't. Is this a real person? I have no idea. The WWE has somebody that does it. Yeah, he's in NXT. They canceled him. Really? That's what I heard. Oh, I didn't know. Was that his gimmick or what? Yeah, it was his new gimmick. And what I read, they. It's been canceled. Listen, baby, <laughs> anybody gives us uh, a Cleaver Beaver or Beaver Cleaver or and Jimmy Wang Yang. Baby, also, this is the same company that gave us the African Dream Akeem. Come on. 
y'all need to be canceled. That'd be like years ago. Let's be real. Slick is the most racial. It's a well, it's a worse gimmick. But I like, I don't know, he might have been a nice guy, but it's just, but it, it, it screamed 80s, but also stereotype, scream stereotype. Y'all bad. That'd be, listen, let's be real. They're bad. They have a totally history of being like, oh yeah, hey, the Rocky, Rocky Maivia, yeah, you're going to be a whole, uh, you're going to be a Polynesian. You come out here yeah, in the garb and all that stuff. Yeah, because, you know, Vince is a racist. I don't know, what can you say? I, I think he is, but I might be wrong. Uh, they, yeah, they are making a safe space for wrestlers in WWE. There's no such place. Uh, Godfather and the whole train, absolutely. Godfather and the whole train, like, come on, he literally had hoes. This guy had hoes, and and they was on the train, a train, a theoretical there was train. No train, it was, it was a <laughs> metaphorical train, train of hoism. But he was there, was there. I still remember Ice Cube. I, I remember the, the song with Ice Cube. Ice yeah. tea, Ice tea. Don't, well, don't get yeah. confused. You're confusing your ices. <laughs> don't happens. confuse your ice. One is a light skin ice. One is a, a mocha ice. But uh, Hogan should have been canceled years ago when he said, yeah, he said some words. And I know what the word that you meant to place in that word, but we ain't going to say it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's crazy with Flair, but it is what it is. Do you have uh, a problem with it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was twenty man, years ago, but still, the company knew about it then and did nothing. Well, this is what I think, real quick. Uh, WWE, this is the same company that, like, pretty much covered up Jimmy Snooker killing a lady. So <laughs> they pretty much all bets are off. Then, did you know this? Yeah. Did you yeah. know Jimmy Snooker killed a, killed yeah. a lady, killed his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. He totally killed her. Uh, it's not like he, no, he, he totally killed her, but he, uh, he was like really when they brought him back up on charges at that point, he was really rattled with like, I believe dementia. And so they couldn't really, you know, it would been, it wouldn't be, it would have been cruel to try to, uh, prosecute him. But, um, but yeah, I'm trying to get to the, uh, yeah, I'm on my page real quick. I'm trying to get so I can make sure I see people's comments because people try to remind me. Oh, we, not a not a one comment on mine. Uh, and then let me go to our. I don't expect much. Well, nobody usually comments on our on our page, so I'll come back. So anyway, we are talking about Halloween Six the movie came out in 1995. Uh, let me go ahead and give you a quick synopsis. Now are we talking Halloween Six? I gotta say this for you. We're gonna be talking Halloween Six Six Six. The producer cut. And this is what Brandon th thinks about it. Does this sum up your your enthusiasm for this series? I mean, <laughs> I love certain films, but for the majority part, I'm just I think without that first film, this is a very generic franchise. Without the first one. Without the first, first original. The, oh, oh, okay. Without Carpenters. Yeah. Only. Okay. But um, that's just my thoughts. I don't yeah. want to upset anyone. I've already upset people for my comments <laughs> on this particular movie. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about that. So, uh, six <laughs> years after Michael Myers' last terrorized Haddonfield, like the last previous, that's how, that's how all these little introductions. 
And this little series from four, five, and six pretty much runs. Six years after Michael Myers last terrorized Haddonfield, he returns there in pursuit of his niece, Jamie Lloyd, who escapes with her newborn cha- newborn child, who may or may not be Michael's kid, depending on what uh, cut you look at, um, and a mysterious uh, man in black. I don't know. That's stupid. I ain't going to start reading this no more. Anyway, this movie stars not Daniel Harris. <laughs> Uh, Donald Pleasant's does return for his final row as Sam Loomis, Dr. Sam Loomis in Halloween. Uh, rest his, rest his, uh, his spirit. Paul Rudd makes his uh, film, his actorial acting debut. I'm, I'm curious you to know can, your thoughts on Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And then <laughs> Marianne Hagen plays Kara Strode, which she tried to, uh, we'll talk about her too. Mitchell Ryan is Dr. Wynn. Kim Darby, who was on Star Trek on the episode of Star Trek, the original series, as a little girl. I'm going to bring it up because I recognize her when I seen her in Star Trek. I'm like, that's the lady from uh, Halloween 6. And I was right. Uh, Bradford English as John Strode. Uh, Keith Bogart as Tim Strode. And there's a host of other people. Barry Sims. Leo Gitter. And there's a lot of other people. And then, of course, J.C. Brandy taking in, filling in for Daniel Harris as. Lori Strode, not Lori Strode, but uh, Jamie. Jamie Strode. Strode. (laughs) But was she Jamie? Not in my book. But anyway, I mean, and then also uh, George Wilbur returns as which which film are we talking about? (laughs) Which version of the film are we talking about? Both of them. He returns. I mean, there really is. But then somebody took over took over for the shake for the reshoots. That's why I like Michael better. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because they want they didn't want him to look as bulky. Yeah, it's the same Michael from four. Yes, and it makes so much sense because I was like, "Why do I hate this Michael so much?" Because it's the same Michael from four. Yeah. You got the numbers? Oh, I got the numbers. I'm pretty sure they're embarrassing. Um, it's got a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 2.1 out of 5 on Letterboxd, uh, 83% like it on Google, so that's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's got a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the audience score is a whopping 37%, Aaron. A whopping 37%. Yeah, this movie is abysmal. Um, but you liked it. Better than the... I like the, I liked is the theatrical a, cut more better. than I like the producer's cut because I'm curious. of the gore. I thought that they, I thought the gore, looked, the kills looked better in the theatrical I thought they were more subdued in the uh, in the producer's cut. I will say but the story was better in the producer's cut. I mean, it was. It, 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 <laughs> it, it was. But... It, it better is being shot versus stabbed, I guess. Um, I don't know. I like Jamie's death better than the theatrical cut. Yeah, because Michael actually does kill her in that version, and I didn't hate Jamie oh. in this movie. But it's, well, I'm it's, not gonna touch it, uh, DK. I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Elvira alone. He said thoughts on Elvira coming out. That's on Elvira, man. She came out the coffin. Yeah, <laughs> She's in a 19-year relationship with another woman. It is what it is, man. Yes, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Are we supposed to have a problem with this? <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything because you know. Yeah, it's Elvira. I liked her movie, uh, Mistress of the Dark, or whatever. I'm just day. curious if we we're supposed to have a Let's problem. Let's get back to Halloween. Man. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Halloween. People do whatever they want. Halloween. I'm not their judge. Halloween. 
same. Hey, matter of fact, well, <laughs> so Brandon can calm down. Let's show a quick little clip. I'm calm. From home. <laughs> Every legend is based on fact. Every myth is grounded in truth. For 17 years, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, has been haunted by a night when evil roamed the streets and a madman ruled the night. Everyone knows his name. Now, everyone will know the truth. I knew what he was, but I never knew why. All right, real quick. You've seen Fat Jason, or Fat Michael. I'm sorry, Jason. Pardon me. Fat Michael. Because Jason, I'd rather watch Jason. But in this case, in this case, because Michael is. He's a diehard Michael fan. And he's turning Michael. on him. He's yeah. turning on him. Yeah. He revisits the whole franchise. Yeah, it, it's like, I'm like, why was I in love with this again? Uh, but, um, all right, let me first talk about a little backstory. So, this movie was originally supposed to come out back in 1991. Uh, with the uh, you know, with the Akats, you know, human, human, uh, but it didn't. Uh, back then, uh, uh, the writer of this, uh, Ferran, I think is the name Ferran. I, I don't want to mispronounce the name. He he uh, he's a super fan of the series. He's a super fan of Halloween, and so he uh, he tried to he had a he had the the uh, big uh, Bi- the Halloween Bible essentially. He created like a book. Of uh, of like trying to link everything and like the thorn and everything, he, and and so he wrote a he wrote a treatment uh, for this film, and uh and the treatment was gonna connect. He actually originally wanted the whole town to be a part of the thorn, and so this whole town kind of uh, Hadfield is a is all thorn. Everybody lives there. Thorn that except for this family strokes and stuff and Michael was whatever. Uh, they also wanted the mayor to have a mayor in there to wear white to kind of uh, just oppose the uh, man in black. And the mayor was going to be much like uh, like instead of the mayor, he mentioned specifically instead of the mayor of Jaws that was like, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and you know, let's keep it going. Let's keep the the beach open or whatever. This mayor was going to be about shutting down a beach, uh, and because he lost a, a child years ago, or family member years ago to Michael, so he was going to essentially be like the mayor, but also be like the widow, like the lady that lost her boy in Jaws. And that's what specifically he he mentioned about this mayor that was going to be in the movie, and then also that's going to try to have Jamie Lee Curtis pop up at the end as being that she never really died, but she's been she's been running because, you know, whatever. But she came to save Jamie. Jamie, you know, was supposed to also die at the end of the, in the script. She was supposed to die, uh, sacrificing herself so that Kara and her boy and Tommy Doyle and them can escape. Essentially sacrificing herself, you know, and following Michael's knife to die so they can escape. Sounds but, like a better... Ending. None of that happened. You know why? Because Mustafa Akaz, like, first of all, Jamie Lee Curtis would never return to Halloween ever. She's a big star. See how wrong you were? Oh, you're dead now. I'm sorry, Mustafa. But the rest of the Akaz, you see how wrong y'all are? You were wrong. Uh, <laughs> secondly, 
She wouldn't have came back to this. Secondly, <laughs> Dimension, uh, Dimension, or Miramax, Dimension, uh, which is the same company. Is Dimension is the horror, horror uh, section that produces horror films. The Weinsteins, old Harvey Weinstein. We're talking about people like getting canceled. Harvey Weinstein. He, uh, he and his brother, Bob. yeah, they took over production. Essentially, hijack production from the Kai. That sounds like sounds and, not like them. So. And, and, and so, <laughs> and so, essentially, what you got in the theatrical cut is what the Weinstein. No, is yeah, what the I think it's what the Weinstein's wanted or the producer. I forget which one is whose cut is whose. I don't know if the theatrical is the uh, the Akai's and the producers is the Weinstein's. I say the producers is the Weinstein's. The theatrical is the Akai's. I don't. I don't remember which one. Which, if somebody name. knows, please let me know. His son's interview. He was disappointed in both versions. He said the producer's cut didn't get finished. Mm-hmm. So basically, this whole movie is an unfinished product. Yeah, <laughs> it really it, is. It feels like it. Really, it does. It feels like it's, it was unfinished, and that's my problem with this franchise is they didn't take their time to develop a really good story. They rushed things. And, and they had six years here, apparently, or seven years mm-hmm. to come up with. They had more years. They had a lot of your time to come up with something better. This is like them rebooting it in kind of, in a sense, you know, time frame. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk about it. So, uh, as mentioned before, we have a couple. We have two returning people that have been in the series. Three actually has been in the series in the past, technically. So technically, we've had a Doctor Wynn that's been in the series, but he's played by a different actor in Halloween, the first one. Uh, then we also had Tommy Doyle, who's played by a different actor in the original Halloween, yeah. but now played play by now the lovable Paul Rudd. Back then, not so much. Oh my goodness, Paul Rudd was absolutely terrible in this movie in my opinion although uh but the uh, the the writer of this film and uh then also uh malik the uh yeah. and then uh i think and then paul rudd and then the marianne the actress they all kind of was like rebels and, and kind of like try to do things to make the make it better because they because they were making this movie while uh, it was being hijacked by the Weinsteins, and which is terrible. Which is what happened with Halloween too, because you know you had uh, you know Rosenthal uh, that was directing it, but then you have John that comes in and is like, no, I want this done, and you have uh, I think the Akaz that said, no, I have this done. Then you have your your uh, Aaron your bonds that was like, no, I want yeah. this to be done. So that's why you have so many yeah. cooks in the k- kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, Okay. You do have all those problems, and, of course, it's going to throw everybody off. I mean, actors especially. It's like, okay, we listen to you or we listen to you. But uh, I did notice that one of the the, Akkad's son uh, mentioned that John Carpenter was in play as well, but he went to New Line or something. Hmm. Like, he was involved at some point. And that's that's what he said. I don't know, but that's what he said in his interview. But he eventually went to New Line. So if Carpenter would have been involved, 
this movie would have been 10 times enough. If Benedict better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, you can't blame the director because he's no, a he young can't. director that was essentially, you do what I tell you to do or we fire you. But the, the writer was like, he was the diehard fan and I hate it. I wish that someone would have made a, made a cut of what he made, what he wanted to be done, which would have actually went into part seven. Um, so it would have flowed into part seven yeah. and, and completed there. Hey, 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 come down, dog. But uh, anyway, they were like, Well, they, he had a good idea with, with Lori coming back. Mm-hmm. Let's call her, let's call Jamie and see if she'll yeah. come back. But you know, uh, like, and so what do you think of Paul Rudd's acting? Very green. Uh, he did a lot of head yeah. stuff, didn't he? Yeah, he was. What did you say? He was. Um, I feel like he awkward. was trying to play what eventually Jamie ended up playing in Halloween 2018. Yeah, yeah. But either he didn't do his research, or he was just very new to the game and not much acting experience, not much you know practice. No, he didn't take that many too, classes. He uh, came off as very quirky. Yeah. Um, he didn't feel like he was Tommy Dole. He yeah. felt like, to me, this is what he felt like. He felt like this is what Tommy Jarvis would have been if he would have played him. Okay, yeah, I got you. I, I feel that. Yeah, like maybe a mixture of four, not four, five, five and six. Tommy uh, Jarvis. He's a mixture of Tommy Jarvis mixed with Andy from uh from Child's Play. Like it's like yeah, like a boyish, you know, infatuation. But urgency, but he wasn't as he's not Loomis crazy. Uh, and um, uh, there's another person that returned is uh, Donald Pleasant's uh, Sir Donald. I don't know if he's knighted, he should have been if he hadn't been Sir Donald Pleasant. He's knighted in my book. Um, he he returned and he honestly gave the best performance in his movie. Like, just hit every time for me when Donald was on the screen. He he just absorbed the the energy, you know, like in the in the positive, because uh, yeah. he's just he just so. And he was and, less crazy in this one though. Yeah, he was less. He was more. He's a lot older. Uh, he had heart issues, obviously, because he ended up having surgery during shoot and ended up dying from from his heart surgery. Uh, uh, and so he died while he was making this movie, which is terrible. I'm not laughing at him dying. It's just terrible. It's terrible. You know what I'm saying? It is terrible. The man died while they was making this movie. You gotta stop laughing. I'm sorry. It's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. Oh, now I'm laughing. I'm just being funny. But anyway, so he died while they was making this movie, and um, and you can tell there's like there's a stand in it one or two. Uh, they uh, this yeah. so bad. Oh, the big elephant in the room. So they so why didn't they return? Why didn't Daniel Harris return? They were okay. See, the script thing was new to me. I didn't know she was supposed to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. But for what Akkad said, it discussions with her reps just stopped. Uh, you know, he didn't really go in details, but I have heard it's probably some guy doing Harvey Weinstein. Let's be real. Um, I'm looking right at you, Harvey. Well, you can't see me, you're a prison, aren't you? Anyway, but, but um, what I've heard over the years. She wanted to return, but she didn't want to return and be killed off in the first act. You know, yeah. like uh, a la uh, Rachel. It was like yeah. 
Well, the Rachel, but I think they were going more for what Scream was going for with Drew Barrymore. This is predate Scream, though. But yeah, it would. But I mean, still... you know, you're killing your real lead, your final girl for the past two movies in this sixth film. I tell you, I enjoyed going back and watching Scream. It's crazy, <laughs> like how much and and it and and it was like it's embarrassing because I watched all four screams, uh, and uh, then I had to turn around and watch this mess, and in both films and in the first one I was like, okay, that's a pretty cool kill. Oh, you see, uh, you see the you know the the spine, you see yeah. the neck, you know. I'm like, oh man, I never noticed that. It's pretty gnarly and stuff, and. You know, I was like, that's cool. But then, like, it just got to a point where I was like, this is just so bad. And then, like, and then, like, with the producer cut, that was terrible, hard to get through. But even the worst screen film, which is Scream 3, in my opinion, was so much easier to get through because it's still enjoyable. Because you have Dewey, you have, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Prescott, you have um, Gail. Gail, Gail Weathers. Yeah, and um, you know, you yeah. have a cameo by Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, <laughs> even have like a spark. And plus, you have Jane Sound Bob that pops up for no reason because you know it's Miramax. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get off on screen, but <laughs> we can save that for next year. Uh, but are we doing screen next year? I mm-hmm. hope so. I mean, yeah. we're doing screen next. I'm not doing the thumbs down. I'm, I'm not in the site. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought. The kills were pretty good for this film. It's just I didn't really care <laughs> for the characters for the most part. How would you feel about Jamie? I, mean, I thought it was a good kill. I just thought it was I, no. How would you feel about the actress that played Jamie? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she I didn't hate she her. Had a, I think, uphill I mean, battle. She had an uphill battle. I mean, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, who wouldn't? Okay, I mean, you're, you're feeling the road that Daniel Harris. You know, she's beloved. And that would be like someone replacing Laurie Strode. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're... Where's are, she are, at are, now? Are you talking about uh, uh, Taylor Scout? Yeah. Whatever? Scout Taylor, whatever her name is. You don't know See, her name. I don't even know her name. You don't, you don't know her name. I'm, I'm sorry. Know. Well, if you want to come on the podcast, I will learn your name. She's going to be real with you. She really only got three films she could talk about. We're going to we're gonna talk about the two. <laughs> What's the third? April Fool's Day remake. Really? Yeah. There was, there was, did that happen? Or is it? Yeah, it was actually a legit. Did it come out already? No, it's been out. It came out. Really? I have it no idea. It came out around the same happened. time she did Halloween. Yeah, I had no idea. It's horrible. Okay, that's probably why. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't know they made an April Fool's remake. Yeah. Because the original was like in the 80s, so I, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, as far as Jamie, I thought the actress did a good job. It's just. You're replacing someone that's beloved in this franchise who replaced Laurie Strode. Oh, you know what else I hated in this movie? What's that? The editing. The editing. I'm talking about the theatrical at this point. Man, like I hated the '90s. You know, you remember this is what it reminded me of. Edge's intro back in WWE, back in WWF when he first entered the WWF. You think it? You know, you think you know me, you know, I mean, it just has like flashes and cuts of the grainy color pictures. And then yeah. like, you know, it's like it's supposed to be like vampiric. Right. Um, and so but that's what I got from this. It felt like the it felt like like the beginning with the like warped like the lens when she's going through the tunnel and it's just weird out close and claustrophobic. 
I hated that. And then like there's just like just like weird color things. It's just so bad. This movie's terrible. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, what? I didn't like the editing. Okay, okay. Since so we've we've established you don't like the film, I don't like it either. Nobody uh, likes this film. You like this version better though. Yeah, I did like theatrical better. So I, mean, I had more fun with the theatrical than I did the uh, producers. Uh, okay, explain. Cause don't you feel the story's better than the producer Scott? But you like yes. I just I'm curious. Yeah, there's no story in the theatrical. This is the story. This is what I gathered. The story is from the theatrical cut. All right, um, Jamie Lloyd, who was abducted six years prior, has been inst- has been held captive, raped by someone. In the theatrical, they never implied it's Michael. They actually implied that it's a test tube baby that they created and manufactured because that's what the little fetuses in the glass was like failed burst. And this is the only one that's taken. Um, but I always heard that also it could have been the man in black's baby, which would have been even more creepy because this old man, you know, doing that. I can't see Michael having sex. It just I cannot see that. It just doesn't make sense to me. But okay. That's like Jason having sex. It's just weird. Anyway, um, but anyway, I, I see I see uh so this is so she escapes being uh captured captured just a long time. Um, Michael kills. She goes to a radio. She goes to a train station, uh, bus station. She calls for uh, the radio. Loomis lets her know that you know she's there. Essentially, um, Tommy finds her, finds the baby. Well, finds the baby. She's dead, and now Thorne wants to get this kid back because they want this kid to be the last sacrifice of the bloodline of Michael, so that the curse can pass from him to Danny that's the synopsis that's what I that's what I get from it the theatrical version that's just the theatrical version now I mean yes is that isn't that not the same plot for the producers guy well it's similar (laughs) it's just the producers cut has a lot more in it you know they, they tell a bit more about the the thorn cults you know, and they show that Michael is preparing to rape Jamie. And she said, Michael, she said, Uncle Michael to hurt me. And then she like grimaces, like, no, you know what that grimace is. Yeah. It's, it's Michael with his mask on doing this his Michael was thing. Just not a good idea. <sighs> when they come up with this, it's weird, man. I like it's weird, man. For, for being, to bring in a cult to begin with with uh, the Michael Myers storyline. Michael's such a puppet. It's moving. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from that. <laughs> he just. Do you want to talk about it? No, I mean, no we can, we I can just, talk about I it. I just want to say that Michael's a puppet in this movie. Like the end where he's just standing there. Yeah, he's, he's just like standing off to the side, like chilling. Like, come on, man. He's a it's weird. He's... It's like nobody. Like, can you see Jason Voorhees? Let's be real. Kane Hodder. That's what I'm speaking of. Can you see Kane, Jason Voorhees, just chilling off on the side while all this cult stuff is going on? No, he's murdering people. Can you mm-hmm. see, can you see, uh, 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 what's the name? Victor Crawley. Gotcha. Chilling. No, he's not going to chill. He's ripping arms off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's. Can you see the Terrifier? Can you see, uh, Art the Clown just chilling? No. No. 
No, you Michael should not be chill, just standing over there like, okay. I've said it since we started doing this since part two that they didn't take their time to develop a good story. And they, with each film that has Michael in it, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Yeah. That's why I say if it wasn't for that first film. Okay, rant. You don't, you want to rant. You're there to rant. <laughs> if it wasn't for the first film, this would be one of the worst franchises of all time in the horror genre. Preach, Brandon. I'm going to upset people, and I know I am. Go ahead. Upset them. <laughs> I don't want to upset people. You got to upset them. Go ahead. Upset them. But you didn't take your time to do, develop a good story. You didn't take your time. To... <laughs> you didn't take your time. Oh, oh, another thing I got an issue with. Okay, the right? score. The, the score theatrical cut. is terrible. Yeah. And another thing with the producer's cut, I know it's copy and paste from the original movie. But it actually felt like a Halloween movie to me. It's an yeah. awful Halloween movie, but it still felt. When that score hits and you see Michael coming, I felt that. And since you said that he replaced the other guy, I was like, why does that Michael seem like he's Michael in this version? And he's not Michael in the, the theatrical cut. Because they they replaced him. Yeah, and I had no idea. But, but it makes sense. But I mean, you, you see that the shape of, literally the shape of, the shape of Mike, like, C.J. Graham was a more... Heavy setter, heavy set, older looking Michael. Like, you know, you can't see his face. Well, you see his face. The guy that was killed by the bar, the bar, you know, in the theatrical, the guy that yeah. he rammed his head into the bar, that's actually uh, CJ Graham. That's actually Michael. And that's a pickup shot. You say it's CJ Graham? Or whatever his name is. What's his name? I was about to say CJ Graham was Jason and Jason lives. No, 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 George Wilbur. I'm sorry. George. That's CJ. I apologize. That's CJ. CJ's not in this film. Or maybe CJ is brought in at one point. I don't know. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see. But, uh, but, I, but no, George Wilbur actually pops up. He's the guy that was killed, you know, his head smashed against the bar and killed that way. Yeah. I, I just feel that this franchise was playing catch up since Halloween. Since the first one came out, because mm-hmm. they waited too long to do a sequel, and you know Carpenter didn't come back to direct, and he kind of left the franchise. He he got his royalties, of course, with every every film, but like I would just love to hear what he really has to say about the the sequels. Has, has he ever? Yeah, has he ever came out and said how he feels about them? I know he hates them, but I, I think the only thing I heard is him him say, "As long as they keep paying me, they keep making them." So at this point, but but I think but I think but I think now like the 2018, H2O, and 2018, and let's say because I don't think that he really, I think he went back to the whole paycheck thing for uh, resurrection, and and I think he he's openly said how much he hated Rob Zombies. I think he said that right. Like I think that he he had issues with Rob Zombies. He had issues with Rob Zombie. Oh, bro. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah, I think he, because Rob talked about it, because he was excited to meet him and what whatnot, and he said the meeting apparently didn't go well, and he called uh, Carpenter an A, and A. Michael Lerner played him in okay. uh, another role. Also, uh, Brad Harden played him in uh, in a couple of pickup shots. So they had multiple Michaels. Yeah, they had to. But, they had multiple. But I would just be curious what he what he thinks of two through six, it, excluding three. 
but like two, four, five, and six. I would be very I, curious to what. Yeah, I would be too. Um, but I do want to bring up one thing. Real you bring quick. it. <laughs> All right, Marianne, the lady that played Kara Stroke, Kara Stroke, who was supposed to be the new Lori. That's uh-huh. what they caught her, and that's what they, that's what uh, they envisioned her being the new Lori. So they heard that she heard that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, went and bought her clothes originally in the first Halloween at J.C. Penney's, uh, and so she did the same thing. She went out and bought her own clothes and got her own look. That's not studios providing her look. She probably provided her own look to kind of mirror that of Jamie Lee Curtis's look in the original Halloween, because she just wanted to kind of like be the spiritual. Uh, successor to Jamie Lee, uh, to Lois Road uh, in this, which she was pretty weak. I'm sorry, no offense, no offense, lady, but I kept forgetting your name while I was watching this movie. Like uh, honestly, what's her name again? Kara. <laughs> See, I mean, it just just uh, it, like in my opinion, the the successor to uh, Lori Strode was Rachel. Rachel, uh, Rachel Carruthers. I think that she was a better fit to kind of carry on the legacy of who Laurie Strode was. Uh, and uh, and they squandered that by killing her in five. But anyway. They squandered a lot. They squandered a lot. But then I also want to mention the bonfires that you see. The studio said no. The Weinsteins and Akkad, the old camp, they called them, said no. But Malik Akkad, Malik Akkad, Literally went by, went went around and lit bonfires himself, and uh, he was a rebel. Essentially, a lot of the stuff that you might like in the movie is because he just said, "Well, we're gonna do it anyway. Screw them," and you know, because yeah. well, he was a fan. He he was also a fan of the yeah. series. Yeah, I mean, I, he loved it. I mean, he, is he still involved now? Even with the new stuff? I think so. They still own it, essentially, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, look, you know. I believe so. Don't quote me on it because you know I'm not the big Halloween person, but mm-hmm. but I wanted to bring up one thing. Mm-hmm. Both versions. The old woman that Tommy lives with. Mrs. Blankenship. Yeah, saying that she was babysitting Michael. That's stupid. That was so dumb. I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah, I guess because Michael... Are we supposed think, to forget the original? I mean, when did this in happen? the beginning of the first one, Michael was coming from across the street to go into the Myers house. So, I guess... In theory, he left Mrs. Blankenship's house and walked across the street to, you know, his house. I thought, we always thought that his sister was babysitting her. She just was doing a crappy job of it. Yeah, she was supposed to take him trick-or-treating. I don't think they ever essentially said that either. They didn't? No. But he was dressed in, like, a trick-or-treat outfit. Maybe it's the remake. They say that. Yeah, that was the I remake. remember that was the Rob I guess that's... I'm stuck on yeah. for a second. <laughs> that was that was what we always heard growing up. Well, she was supposed to be trick or treating, so she he killed her, you know. But I think it's what Rob Zombie did because, you know, it's Rob Zombie. I don't know what well, I don't know what's wrong with that guy. But anyway, I mean, uh, nothing's wrong with taking your brother trick or treat aspect but, to the story. Uh, I mean, but he, Rob he doesn't do it. I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> no, but that's not why Michael. See, that just implying that Michael. Yeah, and that's what I hate about the whole Thorn scenario is is because you are saying that michael myers is evil because of this the what's scarier as 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 said by my main man from scream uh by uh, by uh billy loomis he says it's scarier when you don't have a motive it is and that's what 
But, but, he, but he did have a motive. His motive was because uh, Sidney Prescott's mom was banging his dad. But anyway, um, which we'll talk about that when we get to the lovely series, which is the Scream series. I imagine we're going to watch it leading up to Scream 5, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like you, Brian. I like how you think. Um, but uh, but yeah, back to this six. That's so bad. Anyway, um, uh, so what have we not? Uh, what about John? Okay, I want to tell you this real quick. John and Deborah is the name of the parents in this movie. They were named after Deborah Hill and John Carpenter. Oh, okay. I did. I couldn't think of what the guy's name was. Yeah, the father is John. He's a he's John a Stroke. he's an awful person, but his he performance, is. I feel, is one of the best in the movie. He is. Uh, him and Loomis. You didn't like you didn't like Deborah Stroke, I the mean, mom. She was, you caught her a pushover. She was until she got killed. <laughs> <laughs> she, she died pushover. Michael pushed over with the axe. But I don't know. She. Also, her death was pretty weak. She didn't have much meat to her no, character, she... uh, like the father did. He had more. You, you, you have reasons to hate him. Yeah. And yeah, I... you want to see his his eventual demise, but you know, um, which his, his demise in the theatrical was better than it was in the uh, producer's cut. In the theatrical, his head explodes. Yeah. And it's he's foaming and all that stuff, and it he. His head blows up. <laughs> I will say the deaths were better than the theatrical cut because they they wanted more gore. They wanted more gore to get the audience to kind of because it was tame. The audience, listen, it, listen. All right, let me tell you a little story real quick. So with Friday the Thirteenth, at this at this point, what were we at in '95? Well, Friday's not doing anything. So that it's Jason Norman. That happened in '93. I think. Okay, so that killed it. Until uh, well, X, it was called the last Friday. <laughs> so, yeah, but they didn't want it to die. They wanted to keep going. But it, well, when you make that kind of movie, you, you, you kill it. You, yeah, you just kill it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they shoot themselves in the foot. But uh, anyway, so you have that, right? So you had that. So do you have this big um, drought of horror? You, of course, you had Candyman that came out, which was you know refreshing. Uh, you had uh, later on, I think you had Tony uh, Tony Todd's or Thompson Amy's Night of Living Dead, which is more zombie stuff. That's 90. Uh, that's 90, okay. Uh, and then you have you know, but you have some stuff in between there, but not nothing that really like sets the precedent of where we're going next. That's not screen, yeah. Um, but so this film was uh. Like like night like Friday the thirteenth. At that point, they said we can't compete with Freddy because Freddy is, he showed up and Freddy like pretty much became the king of slashers. You know he like he he held on to that reign for a long time. Um, I think and I think Freddy was done by this time, right? Yeah, Freddy was done in ninety one. Yeah, Freddy's did happen in ninety one. And because uh, he he died real quick, he got big. I'm not I, I'll never take anything away from him, but once he become a comedy star yeah he, he, killed, he, killed, it, he killed it they killed their own creations and i don't understand it <laughs> you know why the studio says well this is what i want it's, it's not about well what was what's best for the story the studio says well this is what i want this is what i want this is what i want you know like it was the weinsteins that said no have michael be the father of this baby it's mike it's, it's weinsteins to say that yeah I, they said are you serious man 
I would say the same thing. I would say I'm taking, well, you probably couldn't because they probably owned it, right? Yeah. I don't mean rights. Yeah, see, that's what happens. When you let the studio come in, the studio actually, like, I think Dimension at the, at the time owned the rights to Halloween. I'm pretty sure now Universal owns Dimension. Is that how you? Is that is that how they're involved? I Universal, <clears throat> Universal is the big the big money. Universal yeah. essentially probably bought it. I assume or probably absorbed their stuff because they because I think Matrix was a Miramax and Universal owns all that, right? Doesn't doesn't Universal pretty much own like like is Disney and then is Universal? Is that how it's, it is pretty much? Well, I would. I mean, I would say Universal is second uh, behind Disney. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then it's probably Warner Brothers. Yeah, then Warner Brothers. Yeah, which Warner Brothers is actually Universal. Like, ain't they all within the same? Because you sure they don't share IP? Maybe they do. Because if you think of Space Jam, a new legacy, if Derek's still watching, he's gonna probably love this. You think about Space Jam, new legacy. A lot of the IPs, the stuff that you see in there, is a mixture between Warner Brothers stuff and Universal stuff. Like, 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 Back to the Future is universal. Yeah. But it shows up in there. Does he? It, well, it, the DeLorean shows up. In Space Jam? Yeah, in Space Jam. Like, like, it's like on the, uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, billboard thing. It pops up. I saying, must have missed that. Yeah, it's like, really, it's very, yeah, of course you could be. Yeah, it's a really bad movie, but still. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it shows I remember up. the Matrix being in there and Harry yeah. Potter World. Was and they there. are all what? Who's that? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Okay. All right, so that still hosts the Warner Brothers, but Universal. Uh, I'm trying to think. That Kong, they they own Kong, and Kong shows up. Uh, yeah, he's legendary, but Warner Brothers. Affiliated oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, I was just wondering how that works. So all right. he was Universal. Because hmm. I remember him at Universal Studios. Well, he's they... RKO. He's RKO initially, and then uh, became Universal. He's a Universal monster, I think. Yeah, I think he's well, considered Universal monster. You talking about classic monsters or just the classic? Well, actually, Michael's Universal Monster now. We're gonna be real, but yeah. Yeah, I, you're right. Universal <laughs> Monster. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, uh, my point was I forgot where I was going. <laughs> but anyway, because it's more interesting than this movie. But uh, uh, no, my point was this: that um, the the horror scene was like dead essentially, and then this movie didn't really do anything. <laughs> help it um it wasn't until 96 the year later Wes craven said hey Wes craven said i got this let me reinvent horror once again <laughs> okay guys guys <laughs> listen i'm gonna save the day and Wes craven along with kevin williamson uh williamson yep kevin williamson uh, uh they saved the day and spawned a lot of knockoff uh movies that came after that you know but I will say this: that the Scream series held strong, you yeah, know, I, over the courses of its entries. I think over overall, like as far as quality goes, it's probably my favorite horror franchise to watch. Mm-hmm. As far as quality, you know, I'm a Jason fanatic, but I'm never gonna say Jason had the best movies. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did have the most fun watching Jason kill people. But you know, storylines. There is no story. People just show up at Crystal Lake and they kill them. That's 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 what you get. Yeah. And I loved how and we. I want to blow all our stuff on the whole. We're talking screen now. We're gonna say that. But but my point is like 
horror at this point was not happening. Like, things wasn't really popping. And uh, this movie didn't really do anything to kind of save the genre. Or save Michael. Or save Michael. Michael essentially died until 97, right? 97? 98. 98? Is that when uh, uh, H2O came? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and it took John to step back up and say, hey, guys, leave my stuff alone. (laughs) Well, I think it was Jamie, actually. Like, hey, I would like to, we're coming up on the 20-year anniversary. I think John came back in to produce him. Uh, did he come? Did he produce? They want, she wanted him to come back. As but he did, but, but yeah, no, uh, no, he has yet to like him the project. Like I don't, the last thing John directed was uh, the, Ward. the Ward, yeah, which I've never seen. I, I enjoyed, um, I, I enjoyed a, um, uh, his his uh, his uh, little movie that was in that's a part of uh, the Masters of Horror series, um, which I like that. Uh, he had two of them, cigarette burns, and he had uh, one about like uh, someone being born uh, pregnant with like the Antichrist, which was a really cool one too. But, I've added some on Amazon to my list, to some films I have never seen or even heard of that he did. So yeah. be curious to go and watch them once I get them. Yeah, but but yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean they they really killed Michael in this film. I mean. In the theatrical cut, they do actually kill him, right? I mean, I'm not confused. Uh, no, no, I don't cut. think they they did. Like that green they, they coming had, out. So they so I guess we can get towards the end of this movie. Well, all right. <laughs> well, all right. Jamie Lloyd Jamie Lloyd dies in the theatrical cut. She dies by, via Michael pushing on her farm equipment and then turning it on and it's like cuts up her guts and she like dies. That five three did it better. Yeah. And then, uh, huh? <laughs> Agreed that it didn't hear me. What'd you say? I said Stepfather 3 did it better. I haven't seen Stepfather 3. Uh, I've seen only the first stop. It was a grinder, though. And then I've seen the uh, remake of Stepfather film. But uh, that's all I've seen. I might have seen the other two, but I just don't remember. The three's not good, but it has a grinder. Uh, it has the dude from uh, Lost. He's in the first one, I think. Or was it Michael Ironside? I feel like Michael Ironside. No, he's in uh, Terry. <laughs> The dude from Lost. He's in the first two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I so. And then he changed his face because they recast him. Yeah. They said he changed his face. I remember that. I haven't seen the third one. That's so stupid. All right, anyway. Yeah, I'm just saying the grinder scene was better. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, Jamie dies. There's his baby. Tommy saves the baby from the uh, train station or whatever. Uh, he ends up bumping in. Like, I love that scene to kind of play like Tommy Doyle's script. Seeing when he is the kid bumping into he didn't bump into Michael, but uh, um, the other kid uh, that made fun of him bumped into Michael, and you know, but in this case, he bumped into Tommy Doyle and breaks his pumpkin, uh, and then he ends up at Tommy's. Well, Tommy ends up at his house, um, which is also weird. Why are you at his house, Tommy? Tommy uh, lives across the street now. So. Still, but you know, he's just a stranger in your house. Plus. You, how long were y'all there? Y'all didn't hear this lady dying. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like the mom, like you didn't hear Michael go down there and start to close. Like literally, if you think about it, Michael, literally watched no, the load of clothes. There's a lot that don't make sense in this, either version. I mean, because it is unfinished. I mean, yeah. But anyway, she Kara is a nobody character. I'm sorry, she is. Uh, and. What do you think about the the wind? The, what do you think about the man in black? 
the maniacal. Not as much as I thought about him when he shows up originally. It just I only like they got in Liar Liar. I like the I like the actor. He's in Liar Liar. I think he does a good job. I don't care about the character. I care about Doctor Wynn. But I don't care about the man in black. When it's revealed it's him, I was like, eh, he wasted Wynn. <laughs> just... yeah, it should have been somebody else. But and then it doesn't make sense that y'all wanna have Loomis take over for Wynn, who like Loomis is way older than you. So I, like Loomis ain't gonna be around that much longer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make sense. It it would have made more sense. I thought about this watching this. I said it would have made more sense if they wanted Tommy Doyle to become the new Loomis to Danny's Michael. Yeah. That would have made more sense. Like, and then I'm like, okay, then that would have been a fresh direction. I'm okay with them kill. Let me say this. I'm okay with them killing off Michael if you give us a good uh, successor to Michael. But it has to be a good successor. Yeah, it, it won't work. You, no, no people, people, no, people don't like it because you obviously. It's, it's been proven. Take, take Jason. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. I mean, you get so used to a certain killer. You, you want to see him just come back and come back and come back. I'm even guilty of it. Like, if, if it's Jason, they do that? No. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. How do you feel about, and, and, you know, how do you feel about, in this case, so we've had multiple, we've had at least now over almost six or seven people at this point in the series that played the shape. Uh, Nick, uh, I forget the other guy that is like it was like two or three people play him in the first one. Uh then you have um Dick Warlock. Then you have uh, uh, uh I want to say CJ Graham did play him once. Uh I keep coming up to his name. I think he played him once. Uh but then you have George Wilburn, then you had Don Shanks. You know, you have all these people, you can tell who they are. And and do you feel that way when it comes to in Friday the thirteenth? Do you feel that uh, that it's hard to accept other people to play Jason other than Kane. For me, I can't. I can't. It's hard for me to accept anybody. And Ken was a nice guy, but it was hard for me to accept him. And that's yeah. why I didn't like that movie as much because I wanted it to be Kane hotter. You know, you know, I mean, you immediately know what movie I'm talking about because you're a fan. Yeah, Jason. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not hard for me to accept someone playing Jason other than Kane, but it is hard for me to accept. When someone doesn't play him well, mm. and you know Kane would have done a fantastic job, and I and I don't blame Ken for Freddy versus Jason. I blame the studio that made that movie because they wanted to make Freddy hit top priority. And Jason, Colin and Jason, Colin and Freddy, and yeah, I mean it's just they've made Jason stupid, and he's never been stupid. He looked bad, like like literally the yeah. best makeup for Jason is in five. Right, I was, was I wrong? Best makeup, like well, well, the, the makeup, the makeup in uh the uh. A lot of people love seven. Six, seven, seven. Well, uh, as far new, as makeup goes, new, new beginning. That's five. That's five. New blood, seven. New, new blood. That's what I'm talking about. New, new that's blood. what I was. That's King Hunter's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. That's, see, I'm not. I'm not the fan, and I love that he forgives me <laughs> for being and saying stuff that's ignorant because I'm not. That's not my series. But uh, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about though. That one, I like, I love his makeup in that. I yeah, love, the, I, I love the bony spine, mm -hmm. the showing and everything. Just great, you know. But yeah, yeah. I think it was it was great makeup. But as to your question, I don't. 
I don't have an issue with someone else playing Jason as long as they do it well. I mean, mm-hmm. but you do? You have an issue? Uh, I don't. With Michaels? I mean, well, with Michaels, I, I think, oh, yeah, we have people. And uh, yeah, you popped it. I'm sorry, man. We just seen it. You bad at checking on your Facebook fans. I'm sorry. Took you RC sign. Uh, no, I'm not taking that RC sign. What's up, y'all? Keep going hard and grinding. Thank you, uh, Divine. You know, um, but yeah, keep coming, man. I apologize, man. I keep checking on it, but nobody was looking for a while, but I appreciate you showing up. Did you hear me mention Space Jam? I, I did it for you. All right, <laughs> but uh, all right, so real quick. So I think that the the Michaels, all right, so obviously – because uh, I'm, I'm biased. I'm thinking now 2018, but I'm not going to do that because at this point it hasn't happened. At this point, the best Michael, in my opinion, is Dick Warlock at this point. And I love Nick. I love Nick. Nick Castle. I love Nick Castle. But at this point, I think Dick Warlock uh, played him the best, in my opinion. Is that and, from two? Yes, yeah, from two. Uh, and, uh, and I think that... Um, I think that George Wilburn played him the worst. Honestly, I even think that he's worse than Don Shanks. I think at least Don Shanks, he Don Shanks played him well. He just had a really stupid mask. That's five, yeah. five is Shanks. Uh, and uh, but I think George Wilburn, for one, never researched. Now, I, I believe this, this time people say, "Hey, I want you to do the head tilt. I want you to do a little bit more mannerism." But I just don't think that he's scary. I think his hair looks bad. I think the mask looks pretty bad. Uh, it, it doesn't look as bad as five. But it doesn't look as good as four. And four was terrible, too. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard to really, like, it's like. I wasn't going to bring up the mask on this one. <laughs> you know, but, it, you, it, I mean, you have to. It had that shaggy hair. Yeah. Shaggy hair, Michael. Uh, and, uh, and it's like. um all right, like with uh, I'm going back to your series, Friday Thirteenth. I think that the mask in seven, seven and five, no, no, seven and six, six and seven. I think they they look the best. I like the mask well, see, in those series. The thing with Jason and his mask, you know, here's one thing I do think they got right. <laughs> they didn't bring a bad mask on set for those films. I. Had. They just didn't, and it looked like a Jason. It looked like his mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single film, that, except for five, because that's fake Jason. The blue mask. The blue, yeah. <laughs> blue mask. I know. But I would say they paid attention to that. You know, maybe they were paying attention to what Michael was doing too. It's like, oh man, look at that mask. Oh, that, why would they even go in production? It looking like that. I mean, that's I mean, what I'm, I'm thinking. Watching it. Think Michael Myers mask. I mean, mean, but like, I I mean, you get a legit horror franchise. One of the top three. It's always been considered the top three. And and if you look at it, you gotta think why. Like honestly, (laughs) honestly, and that's sad. And I'm a Halloween guy, but honestly, I think I hate to say it, but Scream kind of has surpassed this series in the sense of uh, like its consistency. The the ghost face costume has stayed consist, consistently 
just, just did... we just lost whoever was watching. Oh, they they said I'm out. They <laughs> <laughs> said yes or no. I told you. But you know what? I ticked off the pants, and I I'm sorry. The only reason Ghostface doesn't get love is because it's a different killer every movie. Yeah, but you know the concept I mean, of Ghostface remains the same, and I think that you know, like I thought Billy Loomis and uh in uh uh I forget uh what's the the other guy's name. It's, I know it's Lillard, but yeah, Matt Lillard. Uh, but I forget his name in that movie. Uh, but but I think they were obviously the best incarnations of of uh, of Ghostface. And oh, I like yeah. Loomis's mother, and I loved uh, the other guy too. Uh, uh, Oliphant, uh, his real name, his real name, Oliphant. Uh, but I thought that they were they were great too. I didn't so much like Roman. I didn't like Roman, and I liked. I actually liked um, uh, uh, Sydney's niece. Yeah, Sydney's niece. Uh, actually, his uh, her name is Julie in there, and it's Julia Roberts' niece. So it's, it's kind of hilarious. But uh, it's Eric Roberts' kid. kid. But, I think uh, as far as killers go, though, the ones that I really don't really care for is two. Yeah, I, lo- I love the movie though. Mm-hmm. But Laurie Metcalf's playing Lewis's fa- mother, and you got uh, what's his name? Uh, Billy Oliphant. Billy, Billy oh. Oliphant? I think he made Billy Oliphant. His name's Oliphant. I think it's yeah, Billy. I think it's Timothy, though. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, yeah, Timothy Oliphant. I like him in the movie. I just don't like his reasoning. Yeah. You know, he's like... This seems forced. Like, I love the subtleness of uh, the first uh, screen film. Like, going back and watching... and, and I don't want to talk about it, because I'm going to blow it now, and we're going to talk about this next year, God will. Uh, never mind. Let me get back to... Well, I want to talk real quick about Friday, uh, uh, Nightmare on M Street All right, with, with Freddy's face. Freddy's face in the first one was more uh, oily and wet looking, had an appearance of wetness. Uh, and then like in the yeah. second one, it looked pretty much the same, but it was a little bit more grotesque, uh, I think. But then like by the time you get to like three and on it started like be like a cleaner looking burns his burns didn't look as grotesque it looks like it's not as hard on the eyes to look at him yeah in the first couple of movies it's really hard looking at freddy you know what i mean but later on like it wasn't i think the, two is probably the worst looking yeah at, yeah which I, I just i don't like that movie at all two is with the boy right yeah yeah and then three is is it dream dream warriors yeah okay yeah, uh, and then Dream Dream Masters uh, is at the is the, is next, and then the Dream it's the Dream Trilogy. But all right. Um, but anyway, back to the stupid movie. Um, yeah, it is stupid. All right. So, can you talk about the end of this movie? Because which one? Both. So <laughs> go 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 in the theatrical. Uh, I go in the theatrical because I liked it. You okay. go in and you go in and uh, that. So in and uh, so all right. Let's let's get build up to this act real quick. So we have uh, uh, Kara uh, going over to her house because she sees that her uh, brother and his girlfriend is murdered by Michael, uh, and then so she runs she runs over there because her son Danny is being lured to the house by the man in black. So stupid, and so he goes into the house uh, and. Um, she runs after him. Uh, she essentially fights uh, Michael a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say 
fights Michael a little bit, um, and then hobbles back across the street with her boy, uh, finally getting back in the house. It's supposed to be like the first one when Lori was running to get in the house, but you don't feel as tense as you did when no. Lori was doing it because you felt like, oh, Lord, please let her in the house, you know. Um, but um, so she gets in the house, and then she finds out Mrs. Blankenship is part of the thorn. The man in black is in the house, and uh, she literally jumps herself out the window, but she ends up being captured anyway, mm-hmm. which is pointless to jump out the window. Yeah. It's pointless to jump out the window. This is, and then from there, we cut to Loomis, and this is the difference. You cut to Loomis and uh, Tommy waking up. They talking about we've been drugged. Tommy says we've been drugged. I feel like I've been drugged. <laughs> That's how he gave the line. I feel like I've been drugged. Okay. I just can't wait for this movie to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like, and then like, you know, so they I'm never working again. <laughs> they make their way to Smith's Grove, which in this movie, oh, did you notice that when she says "make way for the uh, Warren County Express," and then she also debated in the producer's cut that lady says "make way for the Hard County Express." I, oh, I think they mentioned Russellville at some point. Yeah, like at the train station, but. The mention Russellville, uh, but yeah, but because but, I think Harden uh, Haddonfield is technically Warren County, but the, but in this movie they made it, they said it's Harden County, which is actually Warren County because if you look at the rest of the thing, wait, that's stupid. Anyway, uh, so at the end I of will, this, I will say about this movie though, Haddonfield looked more like Haddonfield to yeah. me, so I give him props. It's still shot in Utah. Uh, the pick, pickup shots was in L.A., but yeah, um, but uh, but yeah. So they end up in the Smith's Grove Sanitarium, which looked like a prison. Does it not look like it, a hospital? That doesn't look like a hospital. Uh, or a sanitarium. I don't, I don't know if they have uh, bars. I have no idea. It looked like there. they uh, were. Uh, oh, uh, Sarah Connor was. Yeah. I kind of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, so maybe it is. So, <laughs> maybe so they, they do look like prisons. They kick Kara <laughs> locked up in his room. Tommy Doyle comes in and he smashes with the fire extinguisher the door and then Michael's standing looking at him. He stops and looks at him and he gives a goofy look on his face like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> like, you know, Paul Rudd was judged based on his performance. He would never worked again. In oh, I'm life. glad that he, I'm glad that he ended up getting like clueless and, you know, blowing up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he, he recovered. He, he's he's like now. Kevin Bacon. He's that man now. He's like Kevin Bacon. Got to start off in a slasher, big slasher he li- film. He's literally an A-lister now. He's yeah. like the biggest thing that came out of this movie. Yeah, and I'm, I'm proud of. I would him. say even franchise. Yeah, I think he's bigger than he's the Jamie. biggest. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's bigger than Jamie. I know. I diehard fans might cut me off. I'm sorry. He, Paul Rudd is bigger. Than, if you've been in Marvel movie MCU, if you're a literal Avenger, you're bigger than whoever was in. Halloween. It is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is, guy. Batista is at this point is bigger than Jamie, and I hate to say it. Now you got Anthony Michael Hall involved, so I like, but I like Anthony Michael. I like him. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a, he's the he's one of the Breakfast Club. He's, so. a, he's the OG. Yeah, I mean, but and he's a good replacement for Tommy Doyle. I would have liked to see Paul Rudd reprise. I don't know if I would. <laughs> I don't know. It's just better. It's gonna be more serious with um, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, uh, he gets Kara out. They uh, they essentially find um, 
the baby and the boy is there in the operating room. I don't know why. I don't understand that. Uh, Michael kills everybody in the operating room. There was a pickup shot as well. Um, and then they escape. And uh, he, like, goes into a room. He sticks them with some needles with green stuff in it. And then he beats them down. And he has green stuff oozing outside of his mask. And then they escape with Loomis. And Loomis says, well, y'all leave. And I'll go back in. I have some unfinished business to take care of. And so he goes back in. And next thing you know, you see Michael's mask. And the syringe laying next door, you hear Loomis screaming. And it applies Loomis is getting killed by Michael off screen. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. It shows a pumpkin. That's the end of theatrical. Go ahead. Okay. I'm just going to do the short version. <laughs> okay. So uh, Paul Rudd's character, Tommy, he gets these stones, right? Oh, no, no, you ain't going to talk about Michael standing at the altar just looking. Uh, we already spoke about well, that. We talked about that a little bit. And then, like, he, like, takes the thorn dude by, uh, like, wind by, like, with a knife. It says untie her, but she unties herself. All right. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm trying to be nice here. Yeah, and then, like, they, they're running from Michael, and there's this bad alarm happening, and he's wearing this uh, thorn get up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, he's with he's got these stones and he's Michael's like, coming. Michael's coming. He's, he's he puts the stones on the floor, spreads them out a little bit, and he's I don't I forget the word he says. He Sam Wayne. He says Sam Hain. Sam Hain. But it's Sawin. It works. The, the spell works. It, Michael just freezes. Stops. Michael stops. <laughs> the <laughs> force was stopped. And then like and then Paul does this. He's looking at him. Oh, it works. Oh, wow. Oh, he's mine. He, I, he belongs to me now. That's why I took it. This, Did you take it that way? Like, he's mine now. I can do what I want with him. Like, you should have yeah. been like, go kill them. At that point, I was just, please end. How much is long? He's How still much is standing. <laughs> but yeah, he's still standing oh my there. Gosh, so stupid. And, and he's telling, he, he's outside of Loomis, I believe, at this point. He's saying, it works. At this point, it became like a, put a, the a gothic supernatural type of a film and it just and it's so not michael myers it's so mm. not the shape it's so not halloween it's it's not anything it's terrible it's it went a direction it shouldn't have went in and i think they know that after 20 years later i think they know what but, happened, what happened to old boy but anyway, oh yeah they go back in well loomis says he's got to take care of something so he but goes when back in well, when when stop when's and for, uh, com- confronts Michael. Then Michael does the clinch fist. Yeah, does a clinch fist. Like I didn't really understand. What is he gonna hit him? Or what? He never. He doesn't hit. He stabs. <laughs> or he. I don't think Michael's ever punched anyone. I don't. I can't recall. Unless, uh, uh, unless it's with a shotgun. And, and yeah. it's in your torso. But anyway. But anyway, Lewis goes back in. He sees Michael on the floor. He lifts the mask up. We got a comment. Yeah, yeah, we got a comment. Uh, oh, he's still with us. Oh, hey, James. Uh, Halloween six is so bad. I gnawed on my own leg to escape. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It is that terrible. That's a good analogy. Yeah, that's how bad this movie is. Let me check my Facebook message. Oh yeah, he he finished commenting. All right. Anyway, yes, yeah, I agree with you, James. It is that bad. It is. It is. We go ahead. He pulls the mask off of Michael, and it's wind. And then he gets the mark. 
He says, now it's your responsibility or something. I don't know. He grabs his hand. Yeah, and we see Michael dressed up like the man in black. We can tell you or we can show you. That's so bad. Uh, if they would have got a sequel to this. What was Mike going to do? Cut. Just like literally uh, walk around in a fedora? Is he Freddy now? Is that what Mike going to be? Like in a trench coat? He's a man in black. Is he going to like walk around like the Undertaker and like just but kill people? But no mask? Yeah, on? I was going to ask you. What, burnt face? If they would have went the direction they were going in with the look, you know, what, would Michael still be killing people? Since he's no longer the shape, or uh, that's how he I is it. though, because it, it doesn't make sense. Why does is Loomis now the shape? Is that why he's screaming? Is he going to be killing people? We he's got the time. mark. That's uh, what Michael had. I don't. Is he going to go around shooting people? The wind hit the mark. I, I don't think wind. so. I don't think wind hit the mark. See, I, what? The, that's what I didn't understand. So like, I, I, Loomis is going to go around shooting people six times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi! What are you gonna do? Are you ready to give the score? Oh yes, let's give the score and kill this dog. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and kill the score. <laughs> We're not killing animals. We know Michael Myers here. We don't kill the dogs. We love the wow. dogs. Get them neutered. Get them spayed. Wow. Anyway. All right. So <laughs> you're just making it worse. <laughs> but anyway, uh, for me, the theatrical cut, I'm gonna give it two and a half marks out of. Five. What? Two and a half marks out. Oh dear God! Because I liked it, but I didn't love it. Oh dear God! Oh God! <laughs> For the producer's cut, I'm gonna give it one mark out of five. We agree on something. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the producer cut wins this for me. It gets one mark. <laughs> one. Oh, what is the wait? What does the direct the, the theatrical get? It gets a half star for me. Oh my goodness! I, I hate. Did you just this a, film? Did you just invent? Did you just invent a rating? I guess because we only go from one to. Five. It doesn't deserve one, man. It does not what, what other movie have we watched that we gave that level of mark? Fine, it gets no stars. <laughs> no, that's that's what you gave it something. You could have you could have gave it no 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 marks. Uh, but anyway, but we've never graded anything that low before. It's, it's always been is, one. I this mean, is the this is the lowest grade. Well, this is no. I I gave some negative space. What was it? Which wasn't um, real. Uh, it, it can't. It just essentially is nothing. <laughs> but, maybe it was Brahms, the boy too. Yes, it was that one. It was, and it, no, it, and it was a. Uh, uh, Black Christmas. I gave those. You names. really went off on Black Christmas. Yeah, I hated Black Christmas. It's such a terrible movie. I'm not the original, guys. I'm talking about the remake that came out. It was so bad. It's just oh, so he, terrible. He's, he's making a comment about cats. Oh, Halloween 6, <laughs> The 
The Curse of Michael Myers worse than Cats the movie. I've never seen it, but I actually mm-hmm. heard that Cats the movie is more enjoyable. Um, <laughs> but uh, and they probably look better than the Michael in this one. But anyway. Now, I actually thought the film itself looked good. I thought, you know, as far as quality, how it looks, mm-hmm. it looks good. Michael, not not so much, but how it looks. It looks like Halloween, too. It, yeah. it, it does look like it's Halloween season. And what this movie did is the same thing that uh, Freddy, uh, Jason Goes to Hell and uh, Final Nightmare did. It killed the series for a little while. Next week... We talk about thank God the return <laughs> of Laurie Strode, aka Jamie Lee Curtis. I have been waiting how many how many weeks? Four weeks for this. Yeah. I it's couldn't been, wait to get back. You've been waiting since four. <laughs> Not only four, right? No, three. You've been waiting since three? Yeah. You didn't like three. No, I did. But after three, I was like, I can't wait to get back okay. to H2O. Yeah. That's the one I really yeah. want to see. All right. So we get back to we, it's a it's a false hope. Could we get back to some good stuff? And then it's going to go down again <laughs> for the next three movies. But we're not going to talk about we're going to we're going to mention zombies. Wait, I mean, did you want to watch it? If you want to review, then we do we have time? We're, no, but do we have time before uh, kills? No, no. What so but what's you slate? could review them after kills if you really want to. No, <laughs> oh, we can review them leading up to uh, twenty eighteen. Because we gotta talk about, we we talk about it oh, before. How? We just talk about a quick recap of uh, zombies Halloween, and then we get into Halloween twenty eighteen. That means I don't have to watch it. You can watch it. <laughs> I'll let you borrow them oh, so you can't watch them. I need you to watch them. You gotta watch these movies. I swore my, an oath I would never watch bring, Halloween two again. Bring my six back though. But anyway, I will, trust me. <laughs> Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, follow, and all that stuff. Uh, thank you, James, for coming. Thank you, uh, DK, for coming. We thank everybody for watching. Devin, Devon, I know he's going to kill me. Thank you, too. All right. But uh, please, let's let's not make this movie ever again. Peace.